Hey ladies, welcome back to this episode of Holy Made Life. We are on episode 44 today, and today we're going to talk about something that I think people think about and wonder about sometimes, especially when our circumstances aren't always satisfactory (laughs) or something that we would wish upon ourselves. When those circumstances get hard, situations get hard, sometimes I think this question comes up and that is how do I know that I'm hearing from God or how do I hear from God and today we're going to talk about a acronym uh, that spells out pray p-r-a-y and how you can quickly remember how it is that you can get ready and be willing to hear from God so let's get into to today's episode <laughs> Mama, welcome to Holy Made Life, where I believe that you are not created to do just one thing in your life well. You are not just your job, your title, or your salary. You're not just a mom or a wife or a sister. You are fearfully and wonderfully made to lead in all areas of your whole life. Your life is like a pie that's made up of different pieces that create a complete circle. And girl, you deserve to enjoy the whole pie. Hi, I'm Angie Tanetti Rogers, and Mama, I know you are really good at what you do in your profession or business. But if you're ready to stop ignoring different pieces of your pie and reclaim your whole life, then you are in the right place. Girl, let's tap into the whole life God has for you and experience that God-sized fulfilled life. Together, we're going to walk through some boundaries, leadership, mindset, and restoration in different areas of your life that may need to change. It's going to be some tough work up in here, girl, but we're going to walk this thing out together, uncovering some bold, courageous actions that we can take to experience not just a good life, but your whole life. Are you ready to live your whole life wholly made? Let's do it. mama. Listen, I know you are a success-driven woman, so I know you're successful in your job or your career, your business, but I also know that there's something going on in your heart or your mind where you're feeling a little unbalanced or a little off as a mom or as a wife or maybe in another area of your life. Are you unsure of what this thing is you've been feeling, but you know there's something missing? You're wanting something more. Do you wish there was a way for you to feel balanced in all areas of your life? Sis, what if you could go from feeling restless or burnt out, overwhelmed, or stressed out all the time to actually restoring the joy and feeling balanced in all areas of your life? Well, let me tell you, I have felt this way. We've all felt this way sometimes where we've just been off or felt unbalanced, but it's when you're stuck and you can't really get past it when you might need to reach out for some help. And that's where I'm here for you. Listen, I believe you're not created to do just one thing well in your life. You're not just your job or your title or your salary. You're not just a mom, a wife, or a sister. You are fearfully and wonderfully made, and you're made to lead in all areas of your whole life. God has a specific intention for you in all areas of your life. You deserve to have joy and feel completely balanced in all parts of your life. You can actually feel successful as a mom and a wife and a friend and at work. 
So are you ready to reclaim your whole life and tap into God-sized fulfillment in all areas of your life? Well, friend, I have something for you. I can help you find that balance again and help you rediscover God's big idea for you and your life. We're going to go through an hour session where we are going to get you balanced. We're going to fix the foundation of your holy made life. And we're going to go through my framework of idea, which is identity, identify, define, embrace, and activate. We're going to go through that entire framework to get you back to where you feel equipped to lead a balanced life in all areas of your life. Okay, we are going to do this thing together. So I encourage you today to get over to my email at angietoninirogers at gmail.com so that we can talk about scheduling a coaching session for you where I can help you find that balance again. Okay. All right, guys, I will see you on the inside of the episode. Let's go. Okay, ladies, welcome back to this episode. And first and foremost, I want to thank you so much for being here. And I would love, if you have not already, to hear from you in a written review with hopefully five stars. And so if you haven't left a review, would you do us all a favor and hop over there on the iTunes and uh, click write a review, put whatever it is that is on your heart to put in there and click those five stars. That is the best way that Apple shows this podcast to other women just like us when they're on here searching for a podcast that might be good for them. So thank you very much for doing that. Now, today we're going to talk about how to hear from God. And I wanted to use the word pray, P-R-A-Y, just so that we could walk through how to hear from God. So the first uh, letter is P. And that is position. So one of the things that I find very interesting is uh, that we have to be in the right position. Our heart position has to be in the right space. Our mind position has to be in the right space. Our mood, our emotions, all of those things have to be positioned to be able to hear from God. So I think it's important when you are positioning yourself to hear from God, to really think about why you're needing to hear from God and when it is that you desire to hear from him most. I have made a daily practice throughout the day to talk to God and to ask him, hey, what do you want me to learn from this? Or what do you want me to do today? Or Uh, what are you trying to tell me through this interaction that I have all these emotions coming up from? Or if there's a circumstance going on that feels kind of yucky, (laughs) for lack of a better word, uh, what is it that you're trying to show me through this? So positioning yourself for a consistent uh, listening in on what God has for us. I feel like that's number one. Um, You don't want to get into a place where you're seeking out to hear from God only in circumstances that are hard or circumstances in which uh, you need something from him. You know, God's not magic. He's not a genie. He is a friend. He is a father. He is a wonderful counselor. He is our provider. But this is a relationship. So that brings me to the second letter, which is R, which is relationship. 
If you think about relationships that you guys have and that I have, I think about friends that I've had in my past that I haven't talked to in years. Well, it's going to be pretty impossible for me to hear from them if I don't do something to uh, nurture or rekindle that relationship. So I think about some high school friends, for example, that I haven't talked to in years. Well, I'm not going to hear from them because they are not um, reaching out and being purposeful and I am not reaching out to be purposeful. So the difference with God is, is that he yearns for us to always be in relationship with him. So he's not going to let us go void. He's not going to let us go without him or without him reminding us who he is in our lives. But we have to be willing to be looking for those reminders. You know, if one of my friends from high school picks up the phone and calls me, I have to be available to answer the phone, right? Or I miss that opportunity to catch up with or to be back in relationship with that friend. So that's what it I think about when I think about being in relationship with God. Being in relationship, you just think about a friendship. Those friendships that you have that are thriving are people that you are uh, in relationship with, living life with, those are the best friends that you have typically because those are who you are in daily or weekly or monthly relationship with. Now, I also have friends that I haven't talked to in a while and maybe we meet up quarterly or something like that and we pick up to where we left off. So those are different kinds of relationships in which we can maintain, but there's not a lot happening in the in-between. God doesn't want that kind of relationship with us either. He wants to be in our lives daily. He wants to be in relationship with us every day, which means we have to be available for when he calls us. You know, I think about metaphorically the phone ringing. I don't get to hear the person on the other line and be in relationship with that person unless I pick up that phone. Uh, so he wants to be in that daily relationship. So I have to be positioned to hear from him and I have to be in relationship with him in a place where I am able to pick up that phone call. I'm able to recognize when he's trying to reach out to talk with me or to urge me or to nudge me with something. Okay, this, the A is going to be to apply or act. Now, this one I think is very important because sometimes when God talks to us, it is something that is a difficult thing for us to hear because God is, um, his word and his conversation with us is, can be sometimes convicting, but it's without condemnation. So sometimes we hear things from him that are hard. And if we don't apply what we're hearing from him, or we don't act on what he is nudging us or urging us to do, then it's very likely that we're going to stop hearing from him, or we're not going to hear from him as much because he can't trust us with what it is he's directing us to do. So I think that's important to remember that we have to apply or act. Um, another place I want to think about right here is distinguishing the voices that we hear in our thoughts, in our mind from each other. So, you know, I think a lot of times God talks to us in our thoughts, in our mind. 
in the things that we come across. I think he uses circumstances and people and books and music and all of those things to confirm what it is he's trying to say. Or maybe if we've missed his phone call, he sends us a word through a sermon at church, or he sends us a word through a friend that that we do pick up the phone for, or he sends us a word through a worship song. I think that he tries to use all these different ways to communicate with us. And part of us hearing that is being in position to hear it and be intentional about seeking out that friendship and relationship with him. But I think because things come in our mind and in our thoughts, it takes practice to distinguish, is it his word or is it the word of the enemy or is it my own fleshly thoughts and in, in, in emotions. So if it's you, if it's your thoughts, typically the, our own thoughts come to us with some sort of logic or uh, analysis. It's analytical. It It's similar to what we would say to ourselves or we would say to other people. So it's it's logical a lot of times when it's our own thoughts. The second thing is if it's of the enemy, if it's of Satan, then it is going to be more condemning or negative or uh, revengeful, accusing, blaming, um, uh, guilt, guilt-ridden and shameful. So uh, definitely not aligned with the truth. So I think if you are having those thoughts and you're asking yourself, is this a loving thought or is this a condemning thought? Is this a negative? Is this destructive? Does this destroy, kill, or steal from the livelihood of myself or my family or others? Uh, Does this push blame on someone else? Because none of those things are aligned with the truth and aligned with God. So I think also it's really important to distinguish your own thoughts, which should be logical and analytical and you know similar to what you would say with Satan's, the thoughts of the enemy, because the, the enemy will use our thoughts and make us think that that's truth. And so when we're having all of that negative self-talk, That is from the enemy. So that is not even us. We're even confusing our own thoughts with what the enemy is trying to make us believe. So God's words, God's conversation with us is aligned with the word. It's aligned with the truth. It's kind. It's loving. It's full of grace and mercy and forgiveness. It's encouraging. It has wisdom that is aligned with the truth. It's convicting without condemning us because he wants us to, he loves us the way that we are and who we are, but he doesn't want us to stay in that place. He wants us always growing and learning and becoming who it is he's calling us to be. And he can only do that through uh, loving conviction, convicting our heart, pulling our heart and our thoughts and our mind and our emotions to know that we are being pulled to something that's a little more uncomfortable, or we're being convicted to repent, which means turn around and change. We're being convicted to do something different without making us feel guilty and shameful. So if if the guilt and shame comes with it, then that's from the enemy. But the conviction may be there. If we allow it to go into guilt and shame or anger or resentment, then we are 
we may be hearing God's word, but we are allowing the enemy to take that word and twist it. And it inhibits us from doing, applying, acting in the ways that we're being called to do. And then finally, his word is healing, you know, and, and kind of like the conviction without condemnation, when he sends a word to us, sometimes it cuts going in, but it heals coming out because that's the nature of our God. So I think it's important to distinguish and always ask those questions about what is it that I'm hearing and is it me? Is it of the enemy or is it of God? And then finally, the why is yes and and also yearning, I think. I think we have to yearn to have a relationship with God. And I think we have to be able to say, yes, yes, God, I want a relationship with you. Yes, God, I want to hear you. Yes, God, I will follow what it is you're guiding me to do. I mean, sometimes God asks us to do things that are hard, like you know, six months ago when I left my position that I had worked for, for, uh, all of my career that required a yes from me. And it required a relationship with God that I had been intentionally building with him over the past many, many years. But he didn't ask me to do that in a place where I wasn't ready to do it. He asked me to do it. And I, in relationship with him, questioned him and threw some tantrums and argued with him and looked for other confirmations about, am I here? Is this you, God, or is this me? What is this? Who is this coming from? So I did the work to make sure that what I was hearing was from him. So I think that there's such a value to positioning your heart making sure that the reason you're wanting to hear from God is a reason that is to be in relationship with him, to hear from him, to love him, to just be living life with him at your side. Having that relationship that is an ongoing relationship, applying and acting in a way that is consistent with what he's asking you to do and then giving him your yes. And then also yearning for more, yearning to become more, to please him. Uh, And again, we don't have to work to please him. He loves us where we are and who we are. But I do think that he calls us to grow and calls us to become because there's so much potential in each one of us. And all of that potential is necessary to impact those people that he's going to place in our lives to be in relationship with us all for the glory of of his kingdom here on earth. You know, I found I found it interesting before I close out here. I was in a service recently and I was thinking about this episode and my pastor started talking about Samuel and how he was sleeping in the same room as the ark of the covenant, the same room with the spirit of God, yet he had never heard God's voice. So it is possible that if we are not positioned and we're not in relationship and we're not showing God that we will apply what he's asking us to do and saying that, yes, it is possible that we could be in the same room with him and not ever hear from him. So there's got to be intentionality on our part to hear from him. Finally, he heard from God after three or three times, I think, is when 
uh, Samuel was being called by God and he didn't know it was God, even though he was in the same room with the Ark of the Covenant. So again, I think it's so important for us to just be intentional. If you want to hear from God, then you've got to be intentional about creating that space, creating that stillness, creating that relationship with him where when he speaks, we're open, we're ready. We we have our phone on, we have it on, on, we don't have it on silent. We have it on sound and we're going to pick up that phone call when he calls us. And then we're going to be able to recognize that it's him instead of somebody else like Satan or yourself uh, trying to disguise yourself. So uh, ladies, that is what I wanted to talk with you about today. And just so remember, pray, position, relationship, apply or act and say yes and yearn for more. That's how I think that we can start practicing from here or to hear from our daddy God. Thank you, God, for this time with these ladies. God, I thank you for every single lady that's represented here. Every single woman that is here represents a family, and I thank you, God, that you are moving in her life so that she is able to impact those that she is around, those in relationship with her. I pray, God, that the voice of Satan is distinguished so that we know when the enemy is coming to destroy and kill and steal what it is you have for each of us. God, reveal that to us. Reveal yourself in your word to us as we work to distinguish uh, what it is we're being asked to do and what it is we're experiencing and what's happening around us. God, reveal yourself to us so that we may see you for who you are, which is hope and light and provision. Uh, and And I just thank you, God, that you are here with each one of us today. And I thank you for the strength and the wisdom and discernment that you're giving each woman that is here listening today. In the name of Almighty Jesus, amen. All right, ladies, I will see you guys on the next episode. Make sure you hop over to the Facebook group to join us in community. And remember to leave that review so that we can share this thing with other women. Have a great day, guys. Hey, before you go, I'd love for you to hop over to my podcast and give me a review. And you know, I'd love five stars. That's how we can share this thing with other women just like us. Your five stars and written review really helps me get the word out. You can also take a screenshot of this episode and tag me in your Insta and Facebook stories. And I'll give you a shout out right back. Leaving a review and sharing this episode is the best way you can show me some love. Thanks so much, and I'll see you on the next episode. And remember, your smile is like a boomerang. Throw one at somebody, and it'll come right back.